and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Chad and Zay. All right, hour number three on a Thursday. Zay, you go with a snoop beat for Barbie? How'd you know? I could just feel it. I could feel it. This feels like a snoop beat. If you don't have snoop on this track, you should. Right? Oh, absolutely. What what uh, era of snoop we looking at here? Uh, that's the first album. Doggy okay. style. Ain't uh, no fun if the homies can't have none. Yeah. I mean, if you have yeah, if you have this beat and you are friends with him and you don't send it to him, you're insulting him. This just sounds like Snoop. Yeah. That's well it's done. Snoop, what's the name of the song? Ain't no fun. Ain't no fun. All right. Snoop Beat getting us started this hour. And we had that crazy story from where are we at in society. The TV lady in Mississippi getting fired for making the Snoop Dogg reference. That is rough. All right. Um, let's get into a lot of stuff on the board today. We talked a little football. Lamar Jackson, the latest. We looked at a seven-round mock. We hit a little NBA. But obviously, Final Four coming up in Houston. We thought we could get one more visit in with our man, Brandon Lang. Here we go. Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Brandon Lang. Check out BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me with uh, the show with Cordell Stewart on the Believe Network, and he's getting ready like we are for the Final Four. Brandon, how are you? First and foremost, what did the lady get thrown off the air for the Snoop Dogg reference? Let me hear it. Saying oh, wait, do you have the sound for him? Oh, can yeah. Can you play it where Brandon could hear it? Yeah, I got you, b Brandon, we're going to play it for you. One second here. Zay will set it up for you. Well, we know it. she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? That was it. She said those four words. She said, for shizzle, my nizzle, and it was over. They fired her after 20 years, Brandon. 20 years, long, hard years, okay, blood, sweat, hold on. tears. Time out, time out, time out, yeah. time out. Let me, let, me, let me catch my breath here. Yeah. Where did this happen? Mississippi. Mississippi. These people got issues. <laughs> these, these people got issues. Yeah. I will never, I will, I have. No reason to go to Mississippi. I have no reason to ever go to Mississippi. I don't think I ever met anybody from Mississippi. And these folks should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. For shizzle, my nizzle, and they throw her off the air. Have you lost your mind? That's crazy. Whoever runs that, whoever runs that station is a moron. Yeah. It's a complete and utter moron. That man, that man has watched way too much female porn in his life. I'm telling you right now. He lives in the basement of, he grew up wow. neglected by his mom and neglected by his dad. He's probably adopted. He's probably a smart guy. Probably got his degree. Probably worked his way up. And, and, and he's getting back at every girl that rejected him in his entire life. That's it. That's my take on it. Anyway. That's a hell of a breakdown right there. That is the only – you only get that with Brandon Lang, too. That's fantastic. Um, So now, I'm I'm disappointed that – and I will segue what I'm about to say right into Miami and UConn. And then we'll get to the second game in a second. So there is no way on the planet Earth, if Dylan DeSue plays, that Miami wins that game. Let me just throw that out there right now. They have no shot. 
mm-hmm. at beating Texas. And even without DeSue, who was the Big 12 tourney MVP, early star of the NCAA tournament, not only does he miss the game, they still have a chance to win. Now, I don't know if the coach yelled on the floor to not take a foul or Card just decided on his own because he had a brain fart and lost his mind that he decided to foul. But down two with 45 seconds to go after Carr turned it over, just defend. You're going to get the ball back with 15 seconds down two. Win the game or tie the game. Just defend one more time. But Carr decides to foul. It was never addressed. Did you hear the address? Yeah, After we, the game? No, we and, talked about it right. when we came in it, on Monday. Yeah, it was one of, the, one of the first things they brought up. Yeah, but you're right. After the game that night, it didn't get talked about a lot. No, it should have been brought up immediately. Why did you foul? Why did you have them foul? And had, you know, had Ronald say, well, Rodney say, uh, I yelled it out, Carr didn't hear me. That needed to be answered, and it wasn't answered. And then once they went up by four, now now you lost the game right there. Miscommunication between coach and player and that critical of a moment should have been addressed. Now, they caught a break. And then, you know, Carr was playing with a banged up hamstring in the last five minutes. Anyway, so now they go to the final four. And the whole world is jocking this Miami team like they have a shot in this game. <laughs> You've got a better chance of seeing God. Show up at your studio right now with Jenna Jameson in her prime, Michael Jordan in his 1985 Air Jordans, and Dennis Rodman with what was the hottie he gave? Carmen Electra. Yep. All yeah. of them come to your studio right now. Well, that ain't happening, bro. That ain't <laughs> happening. I had the biggest play of my career since the, the website was launched in 2005. I've only come with four 200-dime releases in college basketball. And I came with my fourth one. And it was UConn over Gonzaga. And I just said, there's no way with Julian Strother, Vegas boy, hitting a three to beat UCLA, were they going to be able to get up off the deck two days later and beat this UConn team? Laying three, one by 28. Oh, my this UConn team has just gotten better each game. And as the competition has gotten better, they've gotten better. It's a great story. Jim Lorenga, let me take you back in time to the George Mason run. Because I had George Mason in the Colonial Athletic Conference Tournament Championship game. They won and covered. Then I had them in their first four games of the NCAA Tournament. They won and covered. And then they got to face Florida in the semifinals. And I rode them one more time. And they got blown out. They were never in it. You could see it from the get-go. They were overmatched. But I, I, I just went one more time. Well, guess what? Miami's covered four straight, won four straight, cut a break with the Sioux not playing. Uh-uh. I get it. Jimmy, you've had a good run, babe. You had a good run, Jim. I think your little dance there at the end, my man. But I'm sorry. UConn's playing at a whole different level right now. You either lose with UConn before you try to win with Miami. 
There it is. Uh, and on the other side of the bracket, Brandon, it is two teams that nobody's going to be picking to win at all. A nine seed with FAU, but they're fighting through, pulling upsets. San Diego State, tough as hell on defense. I know you've probably seen them more than a lot of other people would have being out west like you are. Give us your thoughts on the, the upset game on the other side there. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. First game of the NCAA tournament. Utah State from the three-point line. Four of 24. I'm sorry. That was in their conference championship game. Utah State shot 424 from the three. College Charleston was like 30 and three from the three-point line. They were five of 24 against San Diego State. Furman, who likes to shoot the three. Okay. They were six for 26 from three. Okay. Let's keep moving along. How about Alabama. Alabama, which put up 108 points on Georgia, 107 points on on uh, they, they scored over 103 times. They beat they put up 108 on Georgia. They put up 106 on 106 to 66 over over hold on Georgia um, LSU and scored 104 and beaten Vandy. And they held Vandy to 44. San Diego State held Alabama to 3 of 27 Oof. from 3. And then Creighton, they held Creighton to 2 of 17 from 3. So Utah State, College Charleston, Furman, Alabama, Creighton, all live and die by the 3. So you want me to believe that Florida Atlantic, who scored 50 points in a game to beat North Texas 50-46, is going to be the team <laughs> that takes them down. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah, that doesn't feel like the play. Not at all. That does not That's feel not like the play. Happen, guys, no. it, it's not happening. I'm sorry. I had a big play on UConn, and I came back and had, had another monster play on San Diego State of Ukraine. And I just said, until the team shows me with the way that, you know, Dershaw has his team playing defense right now. And listen, they have, they have seven seniors in their nine-man rotation. These seven guys, one's 34, one's 33, <laughs> one's 29, the one, the one kid's 28 with four kids already. I think he's grandpa right now. I think one guy's 39. Uh, they're all growing beards. They look like, you know, they look like their managers at Best Buy. All of them just all grumpy. They have bouncers nightclubs. <laughs> Seriously, old veteran team that defends that their mother's being held hostage. I, guys, it's been a great story for Florida Atlantic. I get it. But if Kendrick, if Kendrick Davis doesn't have the brain fart of a lifetime, of a lifetime, Memphis up one, inbound the ball to Kendrick Davis, dribbling up the right side, five seconds to go, just hold on to the ball, son. They're going to side and go to the line, make two free throws. You guys not only win, but cover the one and a half. Just hold on to the ball, son. Kendrick, that's all you got to do, baby. Hey, Kendrick, you play basketball, so just came out of your mom's room. Just hold on to the ball, Kendrick. Just stop right there. Hold on to the ball. They're going to foul you, baby. They're going to foul you, baby. <laughs> Kendrick, they're going to foul you, baby. Jumps in the air and threw it Oof. before Atlanta guy. There, there, there. You look like my cousin, cousin Spoonie. Who makes counterfeit money in Compton? Here, just you take it and go in the game. 
And we're not even talking about Florida Atlantic, man. So give them credit. They're here. But I'm sorry. I'm going to trust my eye test. And if you can, if you can make Bama look the way you made Bama look and made Brandon Miller look as bad as you made Brandon Miller look, then I'll force Florida Atlantic to show me they can do something that those teams couldn't do. I'm sorry. I mean, it's a great story. But, you know, they, they took care of College of Charleston, who, again, I think they're 30-3, and three, same with Florida Atlantic, three losses all year long, and just they're just, when you haven't faced it, a whole different ballgame. Yeah. yeah, San Diego State made Brandon Miller look so bad. Now he's not in a lot of mock drafts where he was number three before the tournament even started. But B. Lang, just seeing how you just broke down both of those games, guessing you got UConn versus San Diego State in the championship game. Who do you like in that one? UConn. Yeah. Same thing. 4 0 straight up against the spread. I'm not, I, I will lose with UConn before I try to win with anybody else. And that's not just because they, they made me. Absurd amount against Gonzaga. I just, I again, you hear me talk about it all the time, especially when it comes to basketball, and it's a sport I know so well. I trust my eyes. I trust the matchup. Nobody, nobody of all four teams remaining, nobody's got an answer for Snellgo. Nobody. And the players around him and how they're playing and how Danny Hurley has his team playing right now, they have the look of a national champion. And listen, to start the year, they were 14 and 0, and the best team in college basketball. And then they just went through a little lull. Right now, they're playing better than anybody, hands down. Yeah, I completely agree. Everything about them just feels like, – because they're not just beating people, Brandon. They're taking them apart. What they did – they made Gonzaga feel like they didn't need to be in the tournament. Like By the end of that game, I'm like, oh, my God, Timmy is sitting on the sidelines like he's nobody. You know, you got two seven-footers that you can just keep coming. Well, Snow goes like six nine. The other kid, clip, clip, clipping, clipper, clipper, clopper, clopper, clopper. He's seven one. Um, they just keep coming at you, and then they're big, they're physical, they're fast. They get out in transition. They can shoot the three. Just don't go against them right now. I didn't go against Villanova the whole tournament when they won, and I'm not going against UConn. Yep. That is fair. Uh, that's Brandon Lang, kids. BrandonLang.com. All right, Brandon, this is the last time we're going to talk to you till football season. Do you have a message for the people before we leave you alone for a while and then we'll ramp up for football later on? Anything you want to leave the people with? Take a shot at the Angels to win the AL pennant. No. Nice sleeper team with Mike Trout and Otani. Do a little sleeper. Unbelievable value as an angel. That's what I'm going to leave you with. Mike Trout, Otani. Going to the World Series. There you go. How about that little baseball curveball? Yeah, a little opening day from club Brandon right Lang. Opening day curveball from Brandon Lang. I like that. Brandon, we always there you go, boys. We always appreciate it, man. Uh, we will talk to you when football rolls around, sir. Guys, have a great summer. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, B. Lang. You too. That is Brandon Lang. How about that? The Angels. Wait a minute. He's insinuating that the Angels will, like, you know, play up to their talent? That- I mean... They do have maybe the two best baseball players on planet Earth. He's saying that's actually going to matter this year? Yo, maybe they could bring what they brought in the World Baseball Classic, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, Shohei winning and Mike Trout striking out in the championship. Maybe they could bring that just championship enthusiasm to Anaheim. Maybe. i tell you what, I watched that at-bat two or three times. That was incredible. So cool. Dude went. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred and two, got him to a full count, and then pulled that slider up like mid, put it in the strike zone, middle of the strike zone, and then had it just tail away just enough where Trout couldn't get out there. Right. At 
87. He pulled 102 down to 87 in one pitch, and Trout was just thinking, well, he's just throwing me heat. He's challenging me. He's going Ricky Vaughn on me. I got to stay up. I got to keep my pace up here. And then he just got him thinking about that and <laughs> ripped off 87, tailing away. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, the chess match that Otani played with him there, brilliant. Whew. God, that was good stuff. Uh, I hope, as a Rangers fan, that Brandon Lang is dead wrong that the Angels are going to make that kind of run. But interesting comment there at the end. Brandon Lang says, you need to ride with UConn and San Diego State. Great argument there for how San Diego State's defending the three. Uh, and he thinks UConn is ultimately the team. That was my question coming out of the weekend. Can anybody beat him? Brandon Lang right now is saying no for what that's worth. All right, coming up on this Thursday, it is Why Today Matters. It's March 30th, and we're going album swap. Zay listened to Back in Black. I listened to Iron Man by Ghostface Killer, and we're going to talk about both of them next, plus a birthday or two on the horn. All right, rolling through a Thursday. This one sounds familiar to me. Is this something I just, would this be something I just experienced? Yeah. This is on the album, isn't it? It is. All right, so this is, I don't know if I'm going to come up with the track. I'm staring at the track list right now. Um, This isn't. Daytona 500? There we go. Did I get it? Yeah. Beautiful. All right. uh, So that means this would be Ghostface Killer from Iron Man. Um, I haven't had my first nerdy question of the day. Does anybody give him the GFK? I know these guys have a lot of different names or whatever. Does he get that? Like, I know, you know, there's RZA, and that's pronounced RZA, but Ghostface Killer, does anybody give him, like, the acronym? Or is he just Ghost? Or Ghostface Killer. He's just Ghost. His real name like, is yo, really... Like, they all got... What's, Nick- his real name is really boring, too. What's his real name? It's I don't like, know his It's real like name. Chris Jones or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. What is it? Uh, yeah, it's on the album. I mean, they all got the nicknames. Method Man's Johnny Blaze. Raekwon's the chef. Here it is. He's Tony Stark. Well, he's not bad. Dennis Coles. Dennis Coles, yeah. It's not bad. Not nah. bad. One of them is Corey Woods. That's Ray- Raekwon. That's Raekwon, yes. Yeah. Corey Woods. Daryl Hill... Is is that Capadonna? Yes, Capadonna's Daryl Hill. Capadonna. Oh, love it. Love it. All right, so uh, we're about to get into a little Ghostface Killer discussion here in addition to ACDC. Uh, we got some other stuff to get into. A uh, lot of basketball, football, getting towards the Final Four. We just got Brandon Lang's thoughts on that. Lamar Jackson still doesn't have a situation, but it feels like there's a story every day. Today's was about Asante Samuel's dad. So the Asante Samuel Sr., Telling Lamar Jackson on social media he didn't want to play for Bill Belichick. Don't do it, Lamar. At this point, I think Lamar Jackson wants to play for anybody who wants him, uh, and he doesn't want the Ravens, and the Ravens don't want to give him the money. Real quick, I tell you what, before we get into the album thing, let's fire up Why Today Matters, and we'll get this latest, another quick Lamar note out, and then we'll talk music. Here we go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Zay, I want to make sure we're clear on this thing with the people because I think it's a weird little detail. So there's a story coming out 
uh, from Baltimore, and it's saying Lamar Jackson's trying to be clear on things. He isn't demanding a fully guaranteed contract per uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. He, quote, just wants the guaranteed portion of it to be larger than Watson's. But I've double-checked. Watson's is $230 million, all guaranteed. So that's him saying, well, if you want to pay me 250 that's fine, but I'll need 231 of it to be guaranteed. Sorry, 233. I'll need 234 of that to be guaranteed because I want more guaranteed than Watson. I mean, dude, that's still that's nuts. Yeah, that that's a that's a whole other level of insanity. Oh, mama, get out the feelings. What you telling this boy? We had already heard that his side of it, him and mom and whoever else, that they knew Watson was an outlier. But apparently that's not true. If Jeremy Fowler's right. So we'll just have to keep our eyes peeled for that story. All right, so Why Today Matters, March 30th. First off, as long as we're going to talk some music, shout out to MC Hammer, 61 Yo! Uh, also one of the biggest stars ever in music, Celine Dion is double nickel today. That means Celine Dion and Rodney Terry are the same age, if y'all need a comparison. Okay. Both looking very good at 55, by yeah. the way. Uh, in good shape. I don't know if Coach can sing. But uh, Selena, you heard that voice? Hell no, he can't sing. I don't know. I think he could sing. Uh, I wouldn't have him sing a Celine Dion song, <laughs> but I bet he could sing some. We'll find something for him to sing. He could sing some Louis Armstrong. Love that raspiness in the voice. He could do it. Uh, so happy birthday to those two. Zay, we're getting into the album swap discussion here. You want to go first or second today? I'll go second. You'll go second. All right. That means we are starting with Iron Man from Ghost Face. Killer. This is the fifth solo album from Wu Tang that we're dealing with. And after this, uh, after listening to, let me see if I get this right this time. After listening to Built for Cuban Links, the purple tape. There we go. There it is. Um, I had already obviously gotten comfortable with Raekwon and Ghostface Killer. This is kind of a switch around where Ghostface gets the the head the head you know billing, but. Raekwon and Capadonna are both on the album cover. Correct. And I mean their names are on the album cover. Right. So they are giving credit, and basically there are lots and lots of songs on this album where you get Raekwon. I really understand why RZA liked those two guys together. They were they, they worked very well together. Right. In either way. So I really enjoyed it, and... This one for me, Zay, I saw this album described as a combination of Bruce Lee and Gladys Knight, and I thought that was an interesting <laughs> way to put it. A lot of interesting samples on there. You don't have as, it's not as, uh, it's not as mobster as what Cuban Links was. It's not quite that, and it's not quite as wordy and super intelligent as Liquid Swords. Right. Not quite there, but... It's still got the same. It's got the 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 craftsmanship is reminiscent of it. Riz is incredible with everything that he does. The beginning sequence on a song, you know, I'm gonna love a song called Iron Maiden. By the way, that beginning sequence with the kid talking is fantastic. The track later on, Black Jesus, track 13, with that crazy like philosophical stuff at the beginning of it is yeah, a yeah, yeah. a wild little interlude. And I'm, I haven't read up enough about it, but there is some religious connection to it from Ghostface Killer. There's a specific like version of, I guess, his religion at the time that is coming through in, in that, that track. But uh, I, there's a lot of great stuff on here. The first one that jumped out at me was Assassination Day. I think that's a great song. 
Winter Wars is a great song. I've learned through this Wu-Tang stuff, I love it when you take good, hard, tough male rap and add a female voice in the right spot, the right way. It's incredible. And Winter Wars has a little bit of that, but also the All That all that I Got Is You later on featuring Mary J. Blige. Oh, that's such a good change of pace. Working her voice into it. And also that's what I would call just a, a straight-up realistic life kind of rap song. Yeah. You don't get a ton of them, but when they're done right, it's awesome. Like my favorite, maybe my favorite Tupac song is uh what's the Tupac song? Dear Mama. For the not Dear Mama, the Brenda's one got a baby. the one for the ladies. Uh uh um what's it called? Keep your head up. Oh, keep your head up. Keep your head yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That may be my favorite Tupac because it's so real. Yeah. I love the realism of that. And that's what I get out of all that I got is you. And uh Daytona five hundred, which you played coming in. I'm glad I was able to recognize that. The motherless child uh, Kame is the song. I've been. I had That's that, my joint, dude. Kame, I've had that in my head for a week now. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> love is going to all those little samples they use. I can't yeah. get rid of it. It's fantastic. The rapping is great. The references are are just well thought out. The way they bring in other members of the group and, and reference them. Poison Darts is a good track. So I enjoyed it, man. From 96, late 96 on this album. I hate to continue to be a broken record on this, Zay. I don't think it was as good as Cuban Links. I'm battling whether it was as good as Liquid Swords. I'm trying to figure out where I would compare those two. But to me, this is like a high B, low A again. I'm right in that area where if I'm going to be honest for what this is, I think it's an A album. I think this is like a 9-0, a 9-1, somewhere in there. Damn. Yeah, I think it's that's a little high for me. Okay, I think it's, uh, you would tell me that Cuban Links is the best of these. What's your favorite of the solo albums? Uh, Cuban Links, my favorite. Then Liquid Swords, and then this one. Okay, you know yeah. I, like you said, just Raekwon and Ghostface's chemistry is unmatched. And RZA, the beats were crazy. This is kind of the first time you saw Capadonna and Ghostface Killer. He'll let you know himself. He wasn't as locked in as he has been for other albums with this one. Yeah. Because he just found out he had diabetes, so he was dealing with that, and he yeah. knew he had to meet a date with the album and stuff. So that's why you see on the song Faster Blade, he ain't even on it. Oh, is that right? It's just all Raekwon. And there's another song where he's not on it either. So I think it's an incredible album. I'll give it a B, like around an 8.5 or so. But okay. if you've listened to... Other Ghostface Killer albums like Supreme Clientele and Fish Scale, those albums those are better, are better okay. than this right. one. But this one is the one Ghostface album that has that woo feel, which is the reason why I wanted you to listen to it. It's yeah. the last individual album that's a part of the classic five-year run from 93 to 97. Right, I tell you what, I'll kick, we'll kick back. I'll go 8.8. .8. How about that? We'll go oh, 8, cool. We'll go 8.8 .8, uh, on, uh, on Iron Man. Another weird fact I read is that RZA says that Ghostface sounds different on this album because they had a flood in the studio. Yes. It ruined all the equipment, and they had to re-record. I, I thought that was interesting, too. Yeah, so people say Ghostface Killer and Action Bronson have the same voice. Hmm. And those guys have actually had to squash a beef because people are like, yo, you Action, you realize you sound like Ghostface, right? And action, just so disrespectful, go, yeah, I've heard that, but Ghost ain't rhyming like this no more. And Ghostface oh, put out wow. like this diss 
video of just calling action Bronson Husky and definitely not saying Husky. Yeah. Way disrespectful to Nam Ben and I I've never heard the comparison. When I hear Ghostface and I hear Action Bronson, I I can tell the Yeah, I need to easily. listen to more action to know. I I wouldn't have thought of that. So we'll uh, all right, so we'll definitely give it some love to Iron Man. All right, Zay, let's get to Back in Black in July of 1980 is when the album came out. It is one of the best-selling albums of all time. What did you think of Back in Black? Really good. Really good. 10 songs. I'm not going to front. A lot of them were similar to mm-hmm. another. You told me that. You ACDC, warned me. ACDC, yeah, that's kind of part of their DNA. You're going to get what you get. Yeah, but when I went back and looked at the history and the story, it's pretty fascinating. The mm-hmm. fact that Bon Scott died, as y'all know, but the boy being a hip-hop head, I did not. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Brian Johnson just came in, he was already with a group in the 70s, and Mutt, Wayne requested them. Somebody else requested them to Malcolm and Angus Young. Uh-huh. So the guys were like, we got to at least try. And Brian Johnson went and said, yo, I don't even know if I want to get back into music due to the ups and downs that he had with his previous groups. Right, so, he hadn't had a lot of success yeah, at that Yeah, he hasn't had a lot of success. And plus, trying to replace... Bon, uh, yeah. bon Scott, that must have been tough for him. But and Brian was a huge ACDC fan. Yeah. He loved it, yeah. Yeah, so just knowing that they went to the Bahamas, like once he got the gig, once Brian Johnson got the gig, they went to the Bahamas, performed the album. You know, I, it's pretty incredible, the story. And, yeah, I've listened to this song. I've heard this song my whole life. Right. Whether it's commercials, movies, I've always heard this song. Just never knew who the hell it was. Legendary stuff. Back in Black, You Shoot Me All Night Long, and Hell's Bells. Those are the yeah. three songs that everybody's going to know. And um, interesting thing I read, Brian Johnson. So, Bond died in February of eighty. Brian Johnson became the official lead singer 43 years ago yesterday, March 29th of 1980, and they put the album out in July. That's how <laughs> fast that all happened. I've heard stories of the uh, the Young Brothers going to the funeral, not knowing if they were ever going to play again. Yeah. Ever. And it all came together, and I, I'm glad you saw it, too. I didn't realize it was Mutt Lang that suggested Brian Johnson yeah, to them. Yeah, producer for a stereo. I'd never really heard that part of it, and... This song always gets me because the very first thing you hear out of Brian Johnson, the very first thing is Hell's Bells. Right. It's unbelievable. And I never realized there was a massive tropical storm while they were recording. So when he says, I'm rolling thunder, pouring rain, I'm coming on like a hurricane. That was that real. He was kind of talking about outside yeah. at the time. And uh, yeah, it, it's incredible stuff. Over about 50 million copies world, worldwide. It went 25 times platinum in 2019, becoming the fourth best-selling album in the U.S. by a certain uh, marker. But by another worldwide list I saw, only Michael Jackson's Thriller has sold more total records than this one. Yo, it's crazy. I mean, I need to go back and listen to... Bon Scott, ACDC. Yeah, there's some good stuff. I would, you definitely need to check I, out. I want to hear the difference. Yeah, but Brian Johnson's voice is so unique. And do they still perform? Now is everybody alive? Um, so they... a- ACDC is now back together with Brian. Brian had to take a little time off because of deafness. He's had some ear issues, but they've they've gotten it to the point where he was able to get back for a new album. 
and I believe he is now able to tour again. Yeah, but the voice, how is he able to get the voice to that Yeah, I now? Think, I think the voice is still fine, man, because I think if you ever hear him interviewed, he sounds like that. He sounds gravelly, scratchy, and that's just the way he sings. So I think, and I'll be honest, I haven't seen ACDC in a few years. Okay. Um, especially with Brian, because they had the period where he wasn't with them. But I think he can still get it done. Yeah, and then like you hear about Michael, um, excuse me, Malcolm and Angus Young, like at the funeral, and Bon Scott's dad's like, "Y'all better keep going." Yes, that's it. The fa- that's that's true. The- Y'all, like you, I know you probably want to stop because of my son. I get that. No. Yeah. Y'all better keep going. Find somebody else and make history. And they did that because you could easily say, "All right." We're not the group without this guy. Right. And a lot of bands probably would have did that. But, yo, when you have Slash saying they saved rock and roll in that era, that's high praise. And I get why the album yeah. is so popular and it, big time. It's a huge record. It crosses over so many things. It took us from rock and roll. It pushed, the, pushed it a little bit. You push a little harder, you get to Motorhead and other hard rock stuff like that. You push a little harder, you can get to heavy metal, Priest, Maiden. You push harder, you get Metallica and, and, and you know Slayer and stuff like that. But ACDC, man, these songs, Zay, I'm going to tell you, when, when I go to shows, when I go to concerts, and they play this album, anything on this album, like as you're waiting for the next act to come on, there's very few things that buzz a crowd like these songs. It's weird. Play Back in Black. Play Hell's Bells. The fans will sing along with every word. They'll play like shoot the thrill right before somebody comes on stage, and it just gets the whole place energized. So, like, is Brian Johnson good with performing Highway to Hell and all that stuff? Like, he still rocks it. Oh, heck yes. He does a lot of the great old stuff. Yeah, you need to go back and check out Highway to Hell. Like, I've always known Highway to Hell. I've always known that song. That's Bond. Uh, Let There Be Rock is Bond. That's a great song. You Dig Whole Lot of Rosie, which celebrates um, having relations with a woman that's a little bigger. Maybe a little with bit that. bigger yeah. than something. Ain't nothing yeah. like no big bone woman. Uh, the Jack is a great old Bon Scott song. That's about uh, passing things along to someone in the bedroom that may, they may not want to receive. One of the original STD rock songs that's fantastic. If you go check out some old Bon Scott. So there you go. Give me you got a grade for me on back in black? Um 8.5. Going to 8.5. 8. You 5. are a hard grader. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. You are some a tough grader. Some of the songs grader. were similar, only 10. Yeah. 8.5. 8. Love the classic. 8.5. Hell's Bells to Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution is back in black. All right, there you go. Our album swap. Now next week, Zay, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you down the country road, not just any country road, my kind of country road. I think I'm going to have you listen to Chris Stapleton next week. I think we're going to go with a Chris Stapleton record. Okay. You got anything in mind for me? Do I need to go? Um, is it more Wu-Tang? What am no, I doing? No, we, we got to get out of New York. Out I want to go to Texas. Okay. I don't know yet. If your Specs text line, hit us up in the next few days uh-huh. about what Houston, Texas rapper and what album I should put Chad on. Okay, so you want to go Houston. So Yeah, you, I want to go Houston. UGK I want to change is up Houston. the vibe. Yep, that's Get, Ghetto Houston. Boys is Houston. Ghetto Boys, Lil Kiki, Slim Thug, maybe some Paul Wall, Mike Jones. Okay. list goes on. Maybe a screw tape, like uh-huh. an old school screw tape. Okay. 
little flip. Who knows? You let me know. You let me know. We'll get into that next week. Album swap. We'll do it on. uh, We do it on Thursdays here in the non-football time. But you know, football is coming. Sixteen days away from the spring game. Up next, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, ball don't lie is coming up. Longhorn Blitz podcast at seven o'clock right here on the Horn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. All right, let's go stems and seeds. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Opening day in baseball, Aaron Judge has already hit a home run. Braves and Nats are already in the top of the ninth. Braves are up 4-2. to two. How about the Phillies and Rangers? Just about to get started. Rangers all season long on 1260 and 101.9, and it is Jacob deGrom taking on Aaron Nola. Jacob DeGrom. Grom, come on, my brother. I finally get to root for DeGrom. Zay, I'm excited about this. Yeah, he got paid a lot of money to be there, and shout out to the Rangers for making their pitching rotation a lot better than what we've seen in the recent years. Maybe they can make some noise in that AL. We will keep our eyes peeled for some football and basketball stuff. We'll get into some breakdown of the Final Four uh, a little bit more tomorrow on a Friday show, last day of March. Uh, And also, uh, you got NBA things going on. We got Texas football we're getting ready for around these parts. Uh, We will continue to look for all those big stories out there. There was one other thing I was going to mention today. Yeah, we hit that. Oh, that's not good. Verlander to the IL with a muscle strain? Damn. We just got started. Already? Come on now. Uh, oh, I know what I wanted you to talk about. Uh, Brandon Miller entering the NBA draft. Does that make sense to you from Bama? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's easy for him? Yeah. Okay. going to be a top five pick. Does anybody come back anymore? Anybody? I mean, why would you? We coming back? How about Dylan Mitchell? Should he come back? He should come back. He ain't no Brandon Miller. Yeah, that game is that game is wonderfully raw right now, but man, could he develop. He could help himself a lot if he comes back, right? Yeah. Could help absolutely. that positioning. Yeah, and he's still young enough where the NBA could take a chance on him, yes. But let's be clear, Brandon Miller's gonna get drafted where? Like second or third overall, right? Uh top Pretty five. Quick. Okay. Top five. Top five, so he's gotta go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's gonna get it uh, take the advantage. Still Wimbenyama at the top. Anybody even close yes. to him? Nope. Not even close. Dude, I saw a couple of highlights of him recently. Good Lord. Yes, basically a 7-5 Kevin Durant with Rudy Gobert's defensive ability. And the dribbling, the, 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 the just everything, the ball handling skills, the like all of it. Stupid. It's just so silly. All right, we'll be back tomorrow for a Friday show. Ball Don't Lie is coming up. Longhorn Blitz podcast at 7 o'clock tonight. And again, the Rangers are over on 1260 and 101.9. Getting the season started. We will talk to you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. See you.